everyone, and welcome to episode 62 of the Holding Court Podcast. Today, I'll chat about how my home run dreams were received by my inner circle. I'll share a new plan I have for this year, and we'll even give our Super Bowl score predictions. All coming up right now on Holding Court. Boom. Hello. Hi there. Hi. I'm happy. <laughs> Why are you happy? Because we have a special guest on the podcast today. Oh, well, you have Moon on your lap. Yeah, she's like on the mic. She's ready to go. She's so needy lately. I know. She's ready to like... Yap it out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. Uh, I had a difficult week. You did? Well, not really. Well, I'm very, very busy. And I like to tell people that I'm very busy. But I feel like my home run dream was not met with the type of... Support? Support that I wanted. And... <laughs> You're even right now just laughing at me like I'm a clown, like I'm sitting across from you in full clown makeup. I just feel like I was in like one of those moments where you're like, okay, do you just lie to your wife to make okay. her happy or this do you so, just- I'm going to hit such a freaking home run off of you. <laughs> you're going to cry. Or do you just be brutally honest and, you know, shatter her dreams? And I, uh, I think I made a mistake and I- I was brutally honest. Okay, but then, okay, so you've been hitting with Doug every day. Yeah. For the last few weeks, obviously can't hit and work out at the stadium, so you're getting creative. And for a few days there, I was like, did you ask Doug about my home run? And you're like, oh, no, I forgot. And then it was like day four, and I'm like, babe, did you ask Doug? And you're like, oh, yeah, 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 I did. Um... Yeah, he wants to say yes, but he just doesn't think it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sad. I guess I could try the splits. No, I'm not going to give up. So sidebar, my friend Jackie hosted a vision board party. And I don't know if anyone listening has ever made a vision board. Typically, you make them, I guess if you're at a point in your life where you're looking for a transition or a change, or you want to just manifest some of your goals. Um, we, I feel like, like to do them around. I haven't done one in four. I don't even know if I've ever done anyone. That could be if I've ever done anyone. I don't know if I've ever done anyone. <laughs> uh, I don't actually, I'm sure I've done them in the past. But so for the new year, she hosted a little party and she was quite the hostess because she had all the dairy-free snacks and gluten-free items. So it was very accommodating, but she got all of these magazines and we each had a canvas and then you clip things out of mag. She had so many magazines. She did a cool little reel of it. Yeah. I shared Instagram. it. Yeah. And you basically cut out things that fall in line with what you want to manifest in the new year. And so obviously I found some running things. I found, you know, getting stronger. I found things about getting organized, waking up earlier. Uh, Cold shower. Was that on there? No, that was not. <laughs> I know. So sidebar, if you listen to the Melissa Urban episode, we keep really sidebarring, but the Melissa Urban Whole30 episode, she just posted a reels that every single day 
for the last two years, she starts her morning with an ice cold shower. I think she does three minutes. Three minutes, yeah. And she says it has done wonders for her energy, her mental health. She was like, nothing that I have ever done has given me this grand of a result. So we were talking if we could do that. And I just think if I woke up knowing I had to get in a cold shower, I don't know if I could do it. I think your biggest hurdle would be you'd have to shower every day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry. That is true. But I still didn't, I wouldn't have to use soap or wash my hair. But no, I think, yeah, I don't know. Because you know those mornings where you have to do something that you're dreading and it just makes it that much harder to get out of bed. But I guess if it's just second nature, you really, I don't know, you just go for it. But that was not on my vision board. Uh, I put... Like I said, running, some strength stuff, getting organized. I put this really vibey picture of Dolly Parton in a Canadian tuxedo because it just was so baller. And she's just... She's holding the guitar. I was like, oh, you want to learn how to play the guitar? (laughs) (laughs) No, I just want to live like Dolly. She is incredible. And another picture was Martha Stewart from 1993 standing in front of Kilimanjaro. And she claimed she hiked it with her friend Sandy Hill, but that sounds like a fake name. But just the way she was standing, like she is such a boss and obviously one of my idols. You have to love Martha. But I'm mad at her. There was one magazine that she purchased that was that baseball magazine. What is it called? Like Pro Baseball or something. It's like um Baseball America? Maybe. I don't know if it was Baseball America. It's possible. And so I'm just flipping through, just you know perusing the pages, seeing what might, <laughs> what might I find. And I see the words, a home run. And I just clip them out and slap them on my vision board. And when I came home from the gathering, not magic, the gathering, <laughs> the vision board gathering, and I set my canvas that was modge-podged, by the way, so locked in. Once you modge, you cannot podge. And you saw it. And you were going through and you were nodding and you were smiling. And then you looked down in the corner and you were like. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. And, you know, whatever. Why don't you manifest something? <laughs> I, no, I mean. What's your dream? I'll support your efforts to do it. And I really hope that you prove me wrong. I just, I don't know. I don't want you to like be super disappointed if. You feel like you wasted a year or two of your life and it doesn't happen. A year or two. I was thinking it's like not a, easy. I don't think it's easy. I'm not trying to downplay the, and the difficulty of hitting a home run. I realize that, I don't know. I even asked, oh, we're at UFC. And I asked Joe Kelly and his wife and I said, what do you think? And he was like, mm, that's far. <laughs> And then I was like, well, do you think I could throw this water bottle and hit the UFC mat? And he was like, you have a better chance of doing that than hitting a home run. No, but he, <laughs> you asked him if he can throw a chicken nugget and oh, land it in it the was. ring. Attendee. He said no. I, <laughs> I was like, Joe, you have the best chance out of all of us. Yeah, I asked him if he could throw a tendy into the octagon. Yeah, I'm like, you throw a hundred, bro. Like, you can't throw a chicken tender into the octagon? Come now on. I, wa- I kind of wish we stayed late and saw Joe toss a tendy on the I octagon know, i know but he awesome. seemed like he really because joe is so sweet that i think he really wanted it for me and it's sad that he wanted it for me more than you did. 
I definitely <laughs> want it for you. I'm just trying to be honest, you know? I know. It's fine. I, don't worry about me. I think we start on a softball field. You prove that you can go deep on a softball field. I can hit it out of the infield. No, over the fence on a softball field. Yeah. And then we'll talk about moving on and training yeah, yeah, yeah. training to hit a homer in a in a major league stadium. I don't even know. Now that I think about it, I don't know if it needs to be a major league stadium. I'm willing to do a college field. Is that the, that's sh- shorter dimensions? Yeah, but are you using a home run? I just want to hit a the, home run. Are you using the juice balls? Or are you using like the? <laughs> what are you guys using? Non juice balls. We, we don't know. Okay, it's so a I'm going to take the 2022 fingers okay. crossed mystery ball, and I'm going to use that. And I might, I don't know, I might use Sosa's bat from whenever Sammy that was. Sammy Sosa or Mike Sosha. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you talking about? Sammy Sosa. The one with the... Um, the cork. Yeah, I wasn't going to say it. Well, I had a shirt, <laughs> and I think I've talked about this on the show before, because I was a Sox fan, and yeah. we did not... I mean, that was an exciting summer when... Save baseball. Sosa and McGuire were going back and forth. I like distinctly remember being at my Pop Warner football games cheering and they would go on the loudspeaker and be like he's at another one it's they're at this and everyone would be like oh my gosh and it was just mania so yeah that was exciting but the corked bat alleged was it allegedly no it was real no it was real well it was a it was a he said it was his batting practice bat and right he accidentally grabbed it and took it up in the game right i guess so my, how I'm going to train for this and it does it, I don't know if this is right, but I'm going to swing, um, I'm going to swing a much heavier bat. <laughs> you, you really playing this out. When I'm preparing this. And I think by Sammy using a corked bat when he was practicing, that was giving him a false hope. And I don't really see how that was helping him when he was practicing. Well, because when you put cork in your bat, the ball goes further. Right. But I wouldn't want to have unrealistic expectations of how far the ball is going to fly when it comes Get to I, game time. I think Sammy was coming up with an excuse. I don't okay, think that honey, was a Okay, honey, we all know. Practice. I had, okay, so I had a shirt that said Got Cork. Because remember the Got Milk, milk shirts? Yeah. And I think we bought it on the side of the road for like $5 after a game. Of and it was an extra large Gildan scratchy special. And it was so good. You know what's crazy about that with Sammy and McGuire? And I know we had a episode on here where we talked about that documentary, but... Like, the fact that they were in the same division in the National League, like, doing yeah. that is crazy. No. Because it really kind of got, like, secluded to, like, the Midwest, right? It wasn't, I, like... What, well, yeah, I guess, because, like, I mean, everyone Indiana, was watching, but, yeah, like, it was, on like, that level. the Cardinals fans were obviously way more into Mark, yeah. and the Cubs fans were obviously way more into Sammy, so, like, everyone was paying attention, but it was crazy that it was in, like, yeah, the same division. That's you know probably I mean? true. I probably got, like, more of a... Close up of it yeah. in Indiana. That's fair. Okay. So enough about my home run. What I'm going to do, and I thought about this on my run, my marathon run on Saturday, that I think for this year, I want to try something new every single month. Like try to do something. It's January 30th. Okay. So I tried something new already. <laughs> okay, what was that? <laughs> Did I miss this? I went to a class with a boxing and a Muay Thai oh, trainer. You did. you did. And I, I got my ass absolutely kicked and in I that class. I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> well, so my friend Kita has um, 
a studio and it's team bully buster. It is the best. She came out and did a self-defense class for the Dodger wives last year. And I've known her forever. And I've always wanted to come and work out at her place. And she finally was like, when are you coming in? So we picked a daytime and I was like, Justin, do you want to come with? And I was thinking you would work out and we got there and she's like, all right, Court, let's go. Like, let's get your wraps and gloves and everything. And it just started. And it was, I mean, I work out a lot. I don't think that's a lie. I don't think I've ever worked out in my life until I went to this class. Because whatever I've been doing before has not prepared me for this class. So Court's biggest claim to fame is like, no matter what I do, like I can't break a sweat. Like I don't sweat. Like if I she sweat runs, when I run. if she runs, well, she sweats. So like running the marathon. But like, like marathon, that's like I it. don't even really get sweaty. It's if I'm running like inside and it's hot, I'll sweat. Like obviously hot yoga. But if I'm just doing like bar or strength training, I don't sweat. Let me tell you, 30 minutes into this class. <laughs> I was. <laughs> dripping. Dripping. And like my heart was racing and I'm like, Akita, has anyone ever passed out in your class before? She's like, you'd be the first. And I'm like, shit. Okay. And I was just, I don't know. I think maybe in classes or if I'm working on my own, maybe I'm taking too many breaks or I'm not pushing myself. And I think with her, she was like, I know you can make it through this workout. So we're not going to, like I'd stop well, and get a sip of water yeah. and then it was right back in it. It's just so much jumping around. And when you're punching, like you think, oh, you're just punching. But after a while, especially when you're hitting the pads like that resistance and you're like really putting everything into it holy cow i can't I wait think for the my hard next part, class i think the hard part for you is you did like the boxing you did the kickboxing you're bouncing around you're kind of sparring in like 30 second um like little training passes yeah and that just absolutely like put you in like a jelly leg mode like you your legs oh, yeah. just get so tired and then at the end of that, she's like, okay, now we're going to do some like core and some weight stuff. Oh my gosh. I had and a kettlebell on my was, chest, rocking and rolling and jumping yeah, up. The and get ups were brutal, but it was, it was really awesome. Um, watching you go through, and I actually think I might start training a little bit. Yeah. With it was Rod, with coach Rod. Yeah. It was really cool. I, I don't know. It was, it was good. I could see how it's a good like stress release too. Just I don't know. Sometimes you work out or you lift and you don't get kind of that, like you leave and you feel like, oh, I really like gave it my all like that. That definitely did it for me. And I don't know. It and was, I'll it was say crazy. This, I'll say this too is I'm not like one of those guys that like sits on Instagram and goes like through like someone's like whole page and watches like all their stuff. <laughs> but I started following her page, the team bully buster page. And I don't know if you have the handle or not but watching the little kids like go through their class yeah is amazing and the confidence and the amount of fun they have and the training they do it was so cool so if you have a kid who maybe is struggling a little bit with his confidence like I suggest you check out this class because it is awesome and I spent like an hour and a half just watching all <laughs> the know. videos on her page it's so good I would love it to have her on awesome. here to tell her story she has a really really yeah, incredible really story. story so we should bring her on here yeah but it was also the first week that I really kind of threw myself back into marathon training and so did my 10 mile run last week and then I had been doing all my midweek runs and threw this right in the middle so when it got time to do my Saturday 11 mile run this week, my legs felt like I was running through mud. And then 
Honestly, Justin, I'm going to make a freaking blooper reel of your shit on the field. Listen, so, listen. <laughs> I'm running along. I tripped on a base. It's in front of everyone. Okay, I'm it's not running along in Pasadena with my running club. And this sprinkler just jumped out of nowhere on the sidewalk. Just like the base in San Diego. <laughs> and I Damn thing reached fell out and grabbed me. For probably the first time in my adult life. Like really fell. She claimed she's never tripped and fell ever. No, even on I, like skating, like on hockey skates, like when I was in ice girl, like training never went down. Like I have the balance of a gymnast. <laughs> is that where you went like you're like ah, i went down so hard it was on the sidewalk and i went to the left to like and kind of like tuck my shoulder i didn't want to put my hands down because i thought i would break my wrist because i fell so fast so i kind of did like a sideways tuck and landed so hard on my shoulder and everyone in the group turned around because it was the loudest thud they've probably ever heard in their life. And then because I'm was so, I don't like anyone giving me attention if something happens or like if I'm upset, like don't even look at me. And everyone is of course like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then I just sprinted and like ran away. And then I look down and covered. I'm like covered in mud and dirt and I don't know. It was so bad. And well, I was like, Your shoulder's still sore. I know. I went to lift up my left arm today and I was like, oh, that's not good. So- yeah. Combining marathon training, boxing, and then a nice sniper fall on my freaking shoulder. My shoulders are just rocked right now. So yeah, it's okay though. It's fine. I won't be down for the count for that this, long. This next week's going to be really challenging. It is. I yeah. know. And it's a big week for a golf tournament, but it's okay. I, I tend to just not acknowledge pain that I'm having and try to pretend it's not there and i don't know it's okay it was funny though like it was i wish it was on camera surely one of the stores has to have it on camera <laughs> oh i thought it was in a residential area no it was in like in south pasadena like where all the shops are in front of what shop <laughs> <laughs> maybe i can what's the address maybe i can acquire this footage no it's uh it's not worth it oh Okay. <laughs> All right. So the kickboxing class trainer was your new thing from January. What do you think you're going to do in February? I don't know. March, I'm going to try gardening because I yeah. have a garden uh, setup that you got me for Christmas. And I actually told Jackie about it the other night and she got so mad and like accused me of taking a shortcut in gardening. No, I'm kidding. Wait, really? I no, I can just, see Jackie getting mad. I think that. she's just jealous of my... Does she have like a full like gardening box outside? No, she stuff, has or? the tower garden. So what's the I deal? think because mine can water itself if I'm out of town. Yeah, but we have to check like the pH level. Yeah, I'm going like to be checking the, the pH. I'm not like, cheating. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> on, so here's what happened. My sister got me an herb garden for Christmas last year and I was growing it. It was going great. Everything was sprouting. And then we have to start travel. Like I'll travel. We went on a 10 day road trip and yeah. we came back. It was like... Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just hard to keep up with it. And so now this will have an automatic water watering device. But I'm it's gonna, only good for a week. It's yeah. not like it lasts. And I'm going to do the herb garden yeah. too. And then I'll just have a better structure for that. Maybe yeah. I can get a little sprinkle side system. Side. Yeah. See what's going. But I plan on having a full salad by uh, April. 
I know. We got to find a way to get like jalapenos and. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have everything. Yeah. Be able to make salsa and my salad. And I just want I jalapenos for like spicy margaritas. Yeah, I think that's the number one priority. But yeah. I don't know February. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's it'll come to me. If you have any ideas for quartz new every month challenge maybe i'll inspire someone else i don't know maybe i do like a pottery class or i go i go on a hot air balloon i don't know what i do i want to try like skill-based things and kind of i thought about this while i was on my run people probably go through their entire life and think of how many people have a talent that they just haven't tapped into like how do you how would you have known you were good at something if you never tried something true and I think you grow up and what you're exposed to is what you'll pick from a yeah. lot of times. Like if you're put in a certain sport or you had parents that were in musical theater, or you took piano lessons and then maybe you excelled at that or maybe you didn't. But think about how many activities that a lot, a we didn't people. get exposed to or people didn't have access to trying. And so you really don't know. So maybe I'm a court of all trades. Yeah, I think a lot of people like kind of stay in their bubble and don't really yeah. like get out. Yeah. And try something different. And a lot of times it's just like, oh, I can't do that. I've never done it. I've never tried it. I, I'm not going to be good yeah. at it. I'm not afraid to try anything. No, no. I'll go to a workout class by myself. I don't care. I'll go on the front row. I really don't care. It doesn't bother me. I'll go and I'll be bad at something. I'll be good at something. Have you ever done a painting class? Maybe you do the, we did, yeah. we painted with your mom. I did a painting class. Yeah. Oh, you did. So I've that's done not, them that before. wouldn't be something new. I've never done a painting class. No. I want to think of some like obscure things too. And maybe it's when we start traveling. I, have, I got an idea. Okay. I got an idea. Okay. Axe throwing. Okay. In Arizona. Oh, okay. I could do that. Axe throwing. What if I cha- like do like an open mic night? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Would you come see my set? Yeah. I don't for know if sure. my humor translates. I'm more of like a one-liner kind of gal. I don't know if my humor translates into a set, but I maybe I could come up with like 10 Would you or have 15 to like, minutes of material. Would you have to like talk to the people in the audience and then you can like one-line them? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I just hit him with some it's zingers. It's kind of like a live show. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe I work towards a. Zingers. Maybe I work towards an open mic night. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, it's possible. It's all. Ri- it's all right there. It's all <laughs> right there in. Uh, where? What's that place called? In spring training. Oh, in Glendale. Yeah, Westgate. Yeah, Westgate. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff over there. Yeah, axe throwing. The axe throwing is there. Just a little they have worried. a new arcade just bar. A little worried about those places serving alcohol and then yeah, axe throwing. I guess there's a new fine. there's a new arcade bar over there. Oh, like well, I guess they already have Dave and Buster's, so this must be True. for adults. I don't adults know. only. I don't know. Those are fun because they have the old school. Like the one in Cincinnati had old school like Mortal Kombat and like some of the games you kind of wasn't it like a penny arcade, but like and then full bar in there. Yeah, I think you buy. I don't know if it was Penny Arcade. I think they're, everything's a quarter, but you, like, you obviously have to buy drinks or hang out or whatever. We should go to Button Smash. Button Mash? <laughs> or Button Mash, I mean. <laughs> yeah, Button Mash. <laughs> I know. I, they were remodeling during COVID. I don't know. There's a lot of those, and we haven't been, I think, since Cincinnati a few years ago, but they're a lot of fun. But anyways, All right. if you have ideas for my try a new thing, I'm willing to do that. I'll try anything. Once or twice. Why don't you try to uh, make your announcements on your own? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> not let, not let speculation take over when you're a <laughs> Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> Are you trying to transition to I'm, another topic? I'm transitioning to the next topic because <laughs> Mooney like woke up and she started shaking her ears and I think she said it's time to transition. It's time to move on. Okay, so we talked about this. Still a hot topic. There's actually been no comment, I think, out of the TB12 camp. Nothing official. No. So I think it would have been Saturday. It was announced that Tom Brady was going to retire after, what, a 22-year career. I don't know. Was he 44? Yeah, I think it's a 22-year career. But it Seven was so it was two, I think ESPN reporters uh, came out with it and said a source. Sor- our favorite source is sources. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 22 seasons, seven Super Bowl wins, and it just seemed so strange. So here's the thing. Tom is at still, arguably, at the top of his game. Like, not really showing signs of slowing down. Doing he had a great year. Yeah. I mean, a of, of very close chance of going to back to back Super Bowls. Yeah. And he decides, if he's retiring, that he wants to go out on his own terms, right? Like, mm-hmm. you decide before your body decides or a team decides that you need to retire. So, wouldn't you think that you would give Tom? the dignity to announce his retirement on his own terms instead of trying to be first and break this news. And then it just became a mess because we saw some of his former teammates coming out saying, what a career, congrats, which just looked strange. Then his dad came out and was like, well, he hasn't told me. And then the Bucks came out and said, well, we haven't heard anything. And then and his agent didn't confirm it. Like. Right. And so now I feel like if he was retiring, if it's me out of spite, I'm playing another season just to piss everyone off. And then I would announce it after my very last game before anyone could say anything because I feel like a play, every player deserves to obviously break their news I feel like the sources say is a little absurd and we've talked about a little a little on the podcast before but someone of his caliber and his career obviously hall of famer and one of the best like let him announce it on his own and I get it's like it happened with Jordan and all of the big names where it's like oh it's like it's gonna happen today it's gonna happen and there's all this buzz around it but it just seems so sloppy and for someone like him it's like you might want to get this right before you <laughs> go out and say it. I don't know. Unless it's coming in the next couple days. And it. I would just assume if I'm thinking of, if I'm Tom Brady, which I don't know anything about Tom Brady personally, I would probably wait until the season was over. Like the entire season. Because there's still games to be played. And I feel like you just do it kind of on your own time. It just seemed like strange timing. But I don't know. Maybe he wanted to announce it in the middle of the championship week who knows I just think that you know regardless of what you think of Tom Brady whether you're a fan of his whether you're a Patriots fan or a Bucks fan or whatever he is one of the greatest you know quarterbacks of all time he's obviously one of the most decorated football players of all time right I think he's done it with a lot of class throughout his career um obviously there's a few things that popped up with like deflate gate and some other stuff when he was with 
the Patriots, but he's always carried himself, I feel like, at the highest level. And I think you're right. I think he was wanting to wait for the season to end, so he didn't make it about him. He's been in enough playoffs and championship games where um, he probably wants to allow, you know, the guys, I guess the Rams and the and the Bengals to have their moment and not and the whole Super Bowl not be about Tom Brady retiring, which is a super classy move. And, you know, we talk about it on the podcast all the time. It's for some reason reporters just want to be first and not, you know, let the players or the teams or whoever is, you know, supposed to break the news, let them break the news and then just report on it. I just don't understand yeah. it. It's just so... It's at the point I've I've talked about it for years now, and now it's just laughable. I just I just laugh and say, "Oh, here we go again." You know, reporters got to be first, got to have it first, <laughs> got to have the source. Source says first, and it's like you know, someone with that career who's gonna, you know, he's on Mount the Mount Rushmore of athletes, right? Like you don't go out on a source and say you heard that Tom Brady was gonna retire. Like you let. Let him retire. Let him come out. Let him <laughs> make that announcement. Like, And would Tom retire on a Saturday morning? I don't know when no, Tom know. <laughs> would retire, but like... No, I don't know. I just feel like it, it's... It just was such disrespectful. a I feel like it's disrespectful to yeah. one of the greatest players of our generation. Yeah. I don't know, but... End rant. Yeah. Get off my lawn. No. I love the reporters. They're great. We have great relationships. <laughs> No, it's true, but it's it was. I I do wish they'd show a little more respect to some of the stuff we talked about it with the trade that happened with Jock and Stripling to the Angels, right. and, and that ended up just, affecting the trade. It ended up affecting the trade, and it just rocked the world of you know guys who had only been with one organization and they didn't know what was yeah. going on, and then Jock ended up you know playing with the Dodgers, and Strip ended up playing with the Dodgers that year, and then yeah. got traded in the middle. But it was just craziness. I know. And it's like... I get it. And I try to understand their side and wanting... Obviously, a lot of their thing is building their social media and building their stories and all of that and getting the clicks and the views and all of that. I get it. But I don't know. Sometimes just maybe... I think this this is a (laughs) this is like a category or a situation where you just leave it alone and you don't try to be first. It's hard because it's the it would be the biggest story of like retirement for many, many years. But let him tell it. No, I know. I agree. I agree. I I mean, I agree. uh, We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I, I agree with you. If I was Tom Brady and all this stuff happened just to rub it in those reporters faces <laughs> because they claim they had the source that knew what was happening. I would play another year. No, that's me. Cause I'm just hundred like percent. I'd, I'd be like, I'm going to do it on my terms. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like that, that sucks. Yeah. Don't steal us thunder. Well, do you have thoughts on the Super Bowl? since now we know it's Rams and Bengals, man. Um, yeah, it was wild. San Francisco versus LA. Again, I know. And the Rams pulled it off. I know. The Bengals game was crazy. 
Like the Bengals game down. was crazy. They were down a lot. Yeah, that was a good game. And then freaking Tony Romo almost jinxed it. Like a minute 41 left. Right. And he's like, wow, this is crazy. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. I'm I like, know. I'm like, he's still got to kick the field goal. <laughs> I'm like, Tony, there are a lot of things that can happen right? between now and the end of the game. And I couldn't believe they like ran another play and took it oh to fourth down to kick the field goal. Yeah. I thought they were going to try to kick it on third in case they like muff the snap. They can fall on it and then have another chance to kick it i was just like oh my god there's so much going on my fear was their kicker's obviously been doing very well in yes. postseason he's they been, call him shooter he's been <laughs> like shooter <laughs> mcgavin he's been perfect and my thing is they tried to pretty much get into the end zone and i'm thinking is this guy and then someone was trying to talk to him when he was warming up i'm like oh this is so bad but i was thinking this is probably killing this guy's confidence, thinking that they want to pretty much get to the 10 yard line before they're going to let him kick it. I was like, I know you don't want to leave a lot of time on the clock because then that, I mean, we saw what happened last week with just leaving a few seconds on the clock. When the camera, when the camera went on him in the sideline and you can see one of the coordinators coming over with a headset and probably asked him, okay, which hash do you want to be on the right hash, the left hash, the middle so he probably told them that, and that way they run right or they run left, whatever, and then the ball is marked on that hash. Totally understand that. But then there was a guy who wasn't even suited up, and he came over, and he was, like, talking to him. And I was like, oh, my God, like, get away. That's like going up to a pitcher and, like, talking to him during, like, a no-hitter or perfect game. You just yeah. just stay away from the kicker and let him do his thing yeah. and go. You don't want to go up and overhype him or – say something that gets him out of the zone that he's in and I was like oh my god I can't believe that guy just was talking to him like he's gonna miss this field goal I just feel so much for kickers because I think I was saying this earlier no matter what happens in the game if the last thing in the game is a missed field goal everything is gonna just be dumped on this kicker yep and I was saying that has to be one of the hardest wife positions to be in (laughs) (laughs) or spouse positions to be in if they're a kicker I just cannot I cannot like I don't know if I would be able to watch like can you think of anything like that because it's obviously a lot goes on the kicker goes on the quarterback but in a like in a sport like uh, it's the it's the closer essentially but even then it's like I feel like that kick it's I mean I don't know. I don't know. It's I, hard I, to say like something that decides because you think it's like even a closer like, OK, you give up a home run or you give up that like, does it tie the game? Does it win the game? Does it blow the game? Like those three points a lot of times is make or break or we'll send them to overtime or I don't know. And for that situation, probably the closest thing would be like if like I was sent up to pinch hit with two outs in the ninth inning of the NLCS with like the bases loaded and two outs and I'm going up to pinch hit. But even, I don't think people would blame you for the loss. I mean, there might be some people that would be like, Oh, all you needed to do is do this or that. But that's like, I'm not talking about for me. I'm talking about equivalence for you. I don't know. Oh, watching it. Yeah. Watching and like nerves for like, yeah. But even like, it's obviously you want it. And especially if it you're in it, cause you've been in situations where you get a hit and they could have won the game or they did win the game. And so, yeah, I think that's fair, but I don't know. I just, 
Yeah. Obviously, there's scary situations as a spouse that you look at and like NASCAR and, and some of the UFC and boxing and all of that where you're like, oh, gosh, I worry about the safety issue or, or something happening. But I think, I don't know, the wife of a kicker, that would be. I think under a microscope, yeah, you would say you're Quarterback, the reason. obviously, is a big one, too. Under a microscope, you'd be like, yeah, you're the reason we lost the game. You missed that kick. But I think just like in baseball, you can go back and probably point at a oh, whole totally. bunch of things where, oh, if we would have done this, if we would have done this. Like go back to the Chiefs game today, uh, right before the half, first mm-hmm. half ended, and yeah. Mahomes not throwing the ball away, and then they didn't get the three points, and now they're tied going into overtime. Right. Like was that three points the difference? Like you just yeah. – there's so many things that you can go back to um, over the course of a game and, and say maybe this was why – you yeah, know, we didn't win. So just and same thing in baseball. You but know, it's the same with like, that oh, casual fan. You know, if someone yeah. strikes out and then you guys lose by a run, and there was a runner in scoring position, obviously they're going to say, "Oh, you couldn't just yep. put a ball or get ahead or whatever." Yep. But back to your question. Super Bowl. Rams. Bengals. So in third grade, my teacher would have us. Well, only one time. Obviously, it was only in third grade for one year. Obviously. How many times? And we would write down, I think this was kind of like my first taste of betting on sports but or gambling, I guess. And there would be a prize and you would write down what you think the score would be. And then you'd also write down what you think the total. Po- Maybe my third grade teacher was like a degenerate She's gambler. She's running a gambling ring with third graders? <laughs> what is happening? No, it was a fella. It was a guy. He was oh, very young. I think he was like 26 when he was my teacher. So maybe he was into sports betting. Maybe. But you would write. Maybe he was seeing what all the third graders said. And based on that was where he was going to wager. He might have. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't think sports betting was legal in Indiana. But so we would write down our score prediction. And then we would also write down a separate thing of what we thought it would be like the total score would be. Got so it. do you want to give a, I don't know, this is going to be tough because people might be upset if they're a Rams fan and we don't pick the Rams to win. It's just know. for fun. Obviously you're a Dolphins fan and I'm a Bears fan. So yeah, we don't know. As an LA person, like obviously like you, they're playing in the Super Bowl. Like you want to see a championship. There were a lot of new hats, new hats the last few years for the Rams, which is great. And obviously it. I was thinking about it today because I'm like, okay, I'm not a Rams fan. I'm not going to pretend I'm a Rams fan. You'll probably see a lot of people on social media do that over the next two weeks. But I, it's just really, really good to see that stadium like buzzing and, and being packed because obviously not having a football team yeah. for so long. And then wondering if LA could be that sports town and carry a football team again and all of that. So to see them fill it, Obviously not with the ticket pricing that you would want to see, but it was exciting. I think it's great. And I think when you think about teams moving or all that, you just always want them to do well. And you, so I think that's good. And it's good that they're a good team because that definitely helps people go um, to the game. So may the best team win. Yeah, I think obviously great for the Rams. Two Super Bowls in four years. They moved out here from St. Louis and they've had success and they have an exciting young high energy coach that reminds me a lot of, of Dave Roberts. Yeah. Um, and he's also like, I don't even want to say how close he is to my age, but he's very young. He's 36. Yeah. That's very young. He's young. Yeah. 
there's well think, think about them going in the super bowl like years ago like he was what 31 then that's crazy i think they said on the broadcast 32? i think they said on the broadcast for the first time ever um two super bowl coaches are under 40 years old both of them oh wow um but the rams remind me a lot of the dodgers you know they um are committed to winning they go and bring in veteran players to um kind of help solidify their roster uh, you've seen us do it in years past with, you know, Chase Utley and Jimmy Rollins and David Freeze and guys like that. So, and then you see the Rams bring in Von Miller and Odell Beckham. And I don't know, we have friends that don't like it and think they're building a super team. But I mean, every other team in the league had the opportunity to sign Von Miller and yeah. Odell Beckham. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's maybe true. they chose. I don't exactly know how it works in the NFL, but. Maybe they wanting all wanting to play here. Maybe they all I feel like that's basketball. Got on a group chat and was like, "Hey, let's all go play. Let's all try to get like let go of our team and then yeah, we'll I don't go know. play for the Rams." Like, we should know. we should have an NFL player on here to talk about how that, right? that all works. Do you have a score prediction? I have one that I initially thought in my head and I'm actually writing it down, but that's not going to be the one that I'm going to say. I'm going to say one on here, but I'm also going to keep this in my Google Doc just in case and then I'll be honest with everyone if I was close. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be kind of a high scoring game. Okay. Cause th- tonight was, it started off pretty low for, uh, the Rams and the Niners game. Like it was, I I'm think it was say, what seven, nothing at the half. I don't even remember. I'm going to say 27, 24. Oh, and are you going to say which team? Rams. Okay. I'm going to say 31, 17 Bengals. Wow. Wow, we just lost so many listeners. <laughs> no, kidding. it's uh, it's all I don't. I would not want any. Like I'm telling you, when the Bears make it to the Super Bowl, so you don't even want it to be a good game. That's like a blowout. Uh, you don't know if a lot of that scoring happens in the last ten minutes. Well, yeah. Oh, I want it to be a good game. I just pulled a number out of my ass. I don't know. I have another score that's closer and a little lower because I think a lot of times people think. So remember last year, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be the highest scoring game. And I don't I don't remember the final score, but I felt like it was either slow to start or I don't yeah. know. What did I say? 27-24? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to write that we down. we got to write that down. And you'll get a prize. And I think, um, yeah, it's going to be a game-winning field goal. Oh, you think so? Yeah. So the wife or the significant other is just going to just yeah. be on edge the entire That's time? That's what I think. I think. I'm gonna look. So, oh yeah. So last year in Super Bowl, it was 31 to nine. Yeah, it was just a beat down. Yeah. I don't want that. I want a good game. I know. I feel like we could like stopped paying attention last year at times. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, we watched it. I get excited for Super Bowl squares. I know. I need to buy some of those. Last year, my we little did cousins. One. My little cousins have been hitting me up. I know. They, they do fundraisers. We did one last year and it was fun, but it's. It was hard because we had a lot of friends. It, I mean, it made it really good, but we had a lot of friends that would like sell them to their friends and then sometimes it would hit and you're like, who is that? <laughs> but we should do another one this year. It was fun. Obviously, you have to fill the boards. You have to It was actually Luke Lang. Outsource. Luke Lang, who are... Uh, we had Rich, his dad, on yeah, one of our first episodes. Our diehard listeners remember Rich Lang, his, his dad. Um, he texted me in like November. I was like, hey, do you want to get squares for Super Bowl board, like for my travel ball team. And I was like, dude, it's like week 14. 
I know he was getting it early. And I was like pumped because like he did it all on his own. I actually text Rich and I was like, Hey, uh, I'm going to send some money for the Super Bowl squares. And he was like, wait, what? <laughs> he had no idea. Luke even reached out. He's like wheeling and dealing them. No, I'm kidding. But well, I, I love that. People, I love when the kids call though. Oh, you know how I feel about the Girl Scout cookies now that are all online. Yeah. Like yeah. I had to go uphill and snow both ways. I think when parents are doing it, I just ignore it. I'm just like, no. No. I know it's so sad because I think they're set up that way now and yeah. I get like e-commerce as a thing but the parents are doing it yeah and I'll get off my soapbox about the Girl Scout cookies but when I even I'll see them in front of grocery stores and the moms are handling the money and I'm like shouldn't you be counting out change and all that but I don't know anyways, anyways. <laughs> we've got some time we still have two weeks uh, before the big game. So maybe we can adjust our predictions. No, as I'm it. sticking. 27-24. Okay. That's okay. going to be it. Write it down. Someone go to Vegas. All right. I love it. Well, thanks for listening. Is that it? I think so. Are we done? <laughs> Holy cow. That's going to do it for this week. And a friendly reminder, as always, to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to Holding Court. And if you are an Apple podcast listener or a Spotify podcast listener, you can now rate and review the podcast. We're on a new platform. Didn't we you are. just sign us up for... Yeah, we're on Amazon now. We're on Amazon I now. didn't know Amazon did podcasting, we but do we now. are doing Amazon podcasting. I mean... We just want to be everywhere. We want to come at you from every angle, just so you never miss us, no matter how you listen. We have a great producer. Yes, she is lovely. Yeah, so glad I married her. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you all next week. See ya. Bye. Bum, 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 bum,